deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting. We're excited and delighted to join you again as we bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, music, and much more. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We make it do what it do as we bring it straight to you. It's April 11th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor Matt Ryan, David Banner, an American rapper, record producer, actor, activist, and philanthropist, and R&B artist Summer Walker. Today on the national calendar is Barbershop Quartet Day, 8-Track Tape Day, and National Pet Day. On this date in history, U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson signs the 1968 Civil Rights Act. The theme this month is Make It Rain, and as we acknowledge Financial Literacy Month, I want to share the 50-30-20 rule for budgeting. You can spend 50% of your earnings on things you need, like your home utilities, food, insurance, and car payments. You save 20%, and then you spend 30% on things you want, like shopping, eating out, or hobbies. A budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. I also read an idea about starting a financial vision board and setting financial goals. The point is to take control of your finances because those who don't manage their money will always work for those who do. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand service or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Now it's time to turn our attention to today's T's tidbits, my review of the news. I was saddened by the news that Dwayne Haskins, quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, was killed by a car in South Florida. Our hearts go out to everyone affected by this tragedy. After the unfortunate, emotional, out-of-character reaction displayed by Will Smith at the Oscars in which he slapped Chris Rock, it has been decided that Will Smith will be banned from attending the Oscars for 10 years, which comes after his resignation from the Academy. The inhumane war against the Ukraine, led by Russian President Vladimir Putin, continues leaving destruction, chaos, and loss of lives. Rapper Kid Creole, who was part of Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, has been found guilty of first-degree manslaughter for fatally stabbing a homeless man. One teenager is dead after police said two boys took turns shooting at each other while wearing body armor. Bellevue police said Christopher Leroy Broad Jr., age 16, died after he was hit by a bullet while taking turns with Joshua Vining, age 17, to shoot at each other while wearing an armored vest. Police arrested Vining this past Thursday on a charge of aggravated manslaughter of a child with a firearm. Before I leave this segment, I may as well go ahead and get this off my chest. First of all, I am celebrating wholeheartedly 
Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson being the first black woman Supreme Court Justice. I shared a post that in my lifetime, I got to see the first black first lady, the first black woman vice president, and the first black woman Supreme Court Justice. And for the history and symbolism alone, I am excited. But oh, then came the criticism and the negativity. People said, oh, you clapping for them and they haven't made a change for black people. Or, oh, you cheering for them just because they're black. And my answer to that is you're damn right. I got to see something my mama and my granny didn't get to witness. It isn't just about the present. It is about the potential. Little black girls can dream a little bigger. Now they know not to let people make their skies someone else's ceiling. So if you are functioning within the thought limitations that things haven't changed, then I'm going to let you have that because everybody's entitled to their opinion. I admit there is a lot of work to do, a whole lot of work to do and a long way to go. But I will not negate the legacy of the work put in by my ancestors and belittle their efforts by saying nothing has changed because there was a day that people that looked like me couldn't own property or vote, or get a college education, or be CEOs, presidents, vice presidents, or a Supreme Court justice. And while actions are critical to change, while we want people in places that will enhance efforts and prepare progress, representation is important. I said what I said, and as most people know, there are two places I am not going, and that is back and forth. Last week, we heard from the program director of the Knoxville, Tennessee chapter of the Lynx Incorporated. And this week, I have another guest from their chapter to share another community outreach initiative that I believe you will find important. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back with Brittany Gardner, who will share more about the Black Care Project. All right, listeners, you know, a part of Talking with T's mission is to educate, empower, and encourage the community in doing that. We like to bring on special guests that have information that would be of benefit to our community, and I'm delighted today to have Brittany Gardner, who is the project manager for the Black Care Project, sponsored by the Knoxville, Tennessee chapter of the Lynx Incorporated. So, Brittany, first of all, welcome to Talking with T, and thank you for joining us today. I am very excited to learn more about the Black Care Project. Well, great. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me here and giving me this opportunity to talk with you and your listeners about um, this very special project that the Knoxville, Tennessee chapter, the Lynx Incorporated, um, is working on. Um, it's called uh, Black Care, and CARE stands for Kidney Awareness Resources and Education. And it's made possible because of a subgrant that was awarded to our chapter from the central area of the Lynx Incorporated. So Knoxville, Tennessee chapter is one of about 29 chapters that is working to really provide awareness around um, chronic kidney disease. So the purpose of the whole project is really captured in the name, is to bring awareness to the community we serve about kidney disease and help to fight or slow its progression um, in our community by providing resources and education and, and information. So we're really working hard. We've reached out to various community partners to help spread the word. We're trying to just get information to folks and hopefully help 
you know, save some lives or impact some lives and hopefully get information to people so that they can share it with others. What are ways that you share that information? You mentioned that you reach out to community organizations and others to help spread the word. Do you have um, pamphlets? Do you have a website? What are ways that people can actually learn more about the CARE Project and kidney? Um, So it's kidney disease, awareness, detection, and education in some order. (laughs) It's kidney awareness resources and education and we actually have a a chapter website and that project is featured on our website the address is knoxvillelinksinc.org that's k-n-o-x-v-i-l-l-e-l-i-n-k-s-i-n-c.org and when you go to the home page you'll see something that says projects at the top you'll click on that and the drop box will show the Black Care Project, and you can go there and get all kinds of information about chronic kidney disease. There's an assessment there to help you figure out if you're at risk. Um, There are links to other websites. Um, We have a Black Care webpage where you can go and get recipes for healthy cooking. Um, There's um, a place where you can go if you have questions and you want to know more about, you know, the different stages of chronic kidney disease. So, there's all sorts of information there. But we've also been present um, we've, at various vaccination clinics that have been held in the area um, by various groups like um, New Direction Healthcare Solutions and Connect Ministries. Uh, we have had a presence at um, the, uh, you know, Burlington at Christmas uh, that was sponsored by the Burlington Business District. Um, so we've been, you know, fortunate enough that, you know, the the sponsors of those events have allow us to participate and take part in that just to get information. And we've had plenty of flyers on kind of what CKD is or chronic kidney disease is. Um, what it, we've had flyers about its prevalence in the African-American community. And, you know, we've had a lot of information around, um, you know, ways that you can be healthy, eat a healthy diet and exercise. Uh, also, um, Several churches in the community have opened their doors to us, and we've had a presence there. We're actually uh, been rolling out kind of a healthy living challenge where we're asking members of the community to pick one or more activities that they think they can do um, and track for about three weeks. How many? Because uh, I might have to start slow. <laughs> well, there are seven options that we offer people, and you can actually pick one or more. We're asking people to pick one or more. And there, there are little things that we think people, we're hoping people will, can do. And hopefully it's not too intimidating, but, you know, we're asking people just to try to eat a healthy, well-balanced meal, maybe drink more water and eliminate sugary drinks or exercise, or even just trying to get more sleep. Um, all of these things have an impact on our bodies and our kidneys, which we don't really um, realize. And so one of the ways that we can be more healthy is just by doing small incremental things um, to make our bodies healthier and stronger and therefore help our kidney function. So what we've done is we've issued a challenge out to the community. Uh, It's called the Healthy Living Challenge. Uh, We've had a presence um, at local churches where people have signed up. And we're asking them to simply agree to implement one or more of the challenge activities that we've listed. 
Uh, we would ask them to keep track of how they're doing over a three-week period. And then we'll be checking in with them, seeing how they're doing. And then um, we've asked them to kind of tell us how they did at the end of the challenge. Uh, we give um, folks who sign up some nice materials to help them along the way, um, including a very nice uh, cookbook with some really tasty recipes and tips for how you can substitute various ingredients for more healthy food items. So it's really a, an excellent uh, book, really nice opportunity. We've got some nice bags that we're giving to folks. So, you know, we're trying to do just little things to bring awareness around what chronic kidney disease, how it impacts our community, and what we can do to really bring about real change in our health. Okay. So in listening, I'm assuming that it would not be a project that you all have invested so much in if it weren't a prevalent problem in our community um, and particularly among people of color, of black people. And so are you seeing that that early detection is lacking in this population? Well, there's a lot of instances in which people just don't know what chronic kidney disease is or kidney disease. The symptoms are really um, not noticeable in most cases until they're in you know, the latter stages. And so we want people to be aware. There are a lot of risk factors that are prevalent among Black Americans that impact your development of chronic kidney disease. So, you know, things like high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, all of these things have an impact on your kidney um, function. Um, uncontrolled diabetes and high blood pressure are real risk factors for chronic kidney disease. And black Americans make up about 13% of the U.S. population, yet black Americans also make up about 35% of the U.S. population with kidney failure. So, you know, we make up a smaller percentage of the U.S. population, but yet um, we disproportionately have higher numbers when it comes to kidney failure and kidney disease. So this is what we're trying to do to kind of combat that, and that's what this project is really all about. Is trying to combat the kind of disproportionate um, prevalence of kidney disease, you know, within our communities. And my second question, and like I said, I might have to start slow, and I'm going to post the link on my website that's talkingwitht.com, but I'm going to try this challenge. And then after three weeks, I'm going to report to you all how I did, right? Yes. And then I'll get my bag and my cookbook. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. There it goes. Okay. All right. right. We're we already in the process of signing people up. This challenge will actually start, um, like I said, on Palm Sunday, which is April the 10th, mm-hmm. and then it will continue for three weeks after that, and then we'll we'll wrap it up and see how folks did. So, yes, you know, get your – if you got walking shoes or if you got some water you want to drink or if you want to get some more rest, do that. Uh, go out there and um, – you know, do what you can if you can maintain a healthy weight. All of these things are things that we're asking people to try to do and track. All right. So those that are listening to the show, it's actually right now the beginning of the challenge. So is it too late to sign up if they come on the website and decide they want to participate? If it's the 11th or the 12th, is, is there some grace there in the date that you can start? Uh, there, there, There will be some grace. For those people who sign up to take the challenge, those who complete the challenge 
will then have an opportunity at the end of the three weeks that they completed and tell us if they completed it, they'll have an opportunity to be entered into a drawing for a nice prize. Um, and one of the prizes is from a local business called Meek Meals. We do have some folks enrolled, and we're we're just enrolling people as long as we have the supplies to be able to provide them. But even if, you know, we give all, out all of our cookbooks and everybody wants to, you know, be part of this challenge, there is still a reward in and of itself, right? Because right. it's really about doing what you can for your own health and betterment. So we still want you to – you can still sign up and participate um, at any time. You know, we'll have a limited amount of supplies available, but we still want you to do what you can to be healthy. So I translate that to mean that I shouldn't take on this activity just for the cookbook, but – for me to actually develop uh, a healthy habit. And I know if I commit to doing something for three weeks, then I can start a habit that will contribute to a healthier lifestyle. So I get that and I appreciate that. Um, And so, like I mentioned, I will share this information on TalkingWithT.com, and I want to personally issue a challenge to those listeners and those in our community to take on your challenge, and we're going to create some healthy habits over the next few weeks and see what we can do to improve our lifestyle and then the awareness about um, kidney disease and the care program. And you mentioned that local churches, your website, multiple ways to get this information out. But if you have an opportunity to share with someone else or your organization or your business or your circle, about the Black Care Project, then we would encourage you to do that. Am I missing anything? I think you captured it. We just really want people to learn about kidney disease. You know, in the U.S., one in three adults is at risk for kidney disease, and most of them don't know it. And uh, you may have seen some of our billboards um, in the area on Magnolia, if you're driving down Magnolia, or on uh, Summit Hill Avenue, you'll see some of our billboards that highlight that point. So That's awesome. So, Brittany, thank you once again for taking time out of what I'm sure is a busy schedule to come and talk with T and share this critical information uh, with our listeners. Thank you for having me. As we continue to cover trending news and hot topics, I have none other than our top investigator, most often investigator, P.I. Pam. And I'm going to start with a story that I read about a Navy veteran, and he's also a possible congressional candidate who was seen during the Capitol riots drinking a bottle of wine. He also stole a book on Senate procedures, and that was during the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Well, he has been sentenced, and he is to serve 90 days in jail. Jason Riddle of New Hampshire pled guilty to theft of government property and illegally protesting inside the Capitol. Both of those actually are misdemeanors, so I didn't realize that. He was also sentenced to three years of probation, and he has to pay $750 in restitution for the stolen book and damage done to the building during the riot. I'm just trying to think, and I don't know. This is up for debate. I understand they're misdemeanors, but do you think, that's enough time or consequence for being a part of the Capitol riots. No, not at all. 90 days in jail and three years probation, 
They gave a different sentence to Will Smith. <laughs> okay. Among others. Right, right. And I was wondering, is everybody receiving these light sentences, or is it maybe that what he did they didn't consider as bad? I'm not sure. It was bad from the time they went in and went in rooms and locations they, they weren't supposed to be in. They were sitting at desks, seat, seat propped up, reading books, uh, smoking cigarettes. They were just in there chilling. And I'm looking like, this is the Capitol building. I just heard the trap out. <laughs> All right. Well, anger management seems to need some critical attention in our country. And each week it seems like we have these stories about folks just losing it at fast food restaurants, other places. And this week, police are investigating after a basketball. I don't know if you saw this. It's in the tea room. But they're investigating after a basketball referee was attacked by a group of young basketball players and their parents. And to make it so bad, it was inside the church. A video of the incident has gone viral. It shows children and adults punching and kicking the ref. He had to go to the hospital. And many witnesses blame the adults. I have a tendency to do that as well. This was horrible, just how they ganged that man. It really was. And the worst part about it is all the adults that didn't help him. Even the other referees were getting out the way so the kids could get to them. There's no way mm-hmm. would have even let that happen. I would have helped them before I recorded. And that's why. You know what? I didn't think about that, Pam. You're right. Yeah, and that's why refs were so hard to hire now. My oldest son referees, and you can referee from sun up to sundown because they don't have them because fans get so upset. And I I can understand that I've had, you know, times where I've talked trash to a referee, but I would never get to where I'm going to get physical with them. It's, it's not that serious. For one, these are kids. Right. And it wasn't even a sanctioned game. You know, it was a game at the church's athletic facility. So that's horrible. But back to fast food and this anger management issue that we've been noticing on the rise at fast food restaurants. Surveillance video from Church's Chicken shows a man pulling through the drive-thru. He got upset about a refund. Then the man leaves. He comes back, goes inside the restaurant, holds a gun to the worker's head and threatens to shoot him. You know, as some of you know, I listen to Clubhouse at night. Um, and I know people joke about, oh, it must be in the water or it must be in the air that has these people acting crazy, but there is truth to that because if you've ever seen these helicopters and planes. Oh, here we go. Pam, Spraying out and you don't have any clock then that's that's something in the air and in the water too. Because it's not I have never seen people just act the way they've acted during this pandemic. Now tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Let me process it, Pam. Don't put me on the spot. Let me just think about what you're trying to tell us. But okay. Also in fast food news, 
CNN reported that Burger King is being sued for false advertisement because the Whopper is smaller than advertised, and they call that deceptive advertisement. So I got another question for you and the listeners. Are there any other businesses that are misleading the people? False advertisement or what they call a deceptive advertisement. I was trying to think. Peter Popoff would be one. And that miracle water. Yes. And my grandson had a Big Mac the other day, and it looked awfully small. I thought maybe he sat on it and smushed it down, but <laughs> it was awfully small. And I think they just cutting corners like everybody else. So, well, we think his sandwiches are smaller than they used to be, but now they're right about that Whopper. It's not as big as it used to be. But it still falls apart like the old ones. <laughs> All right, listeners, if you know any businesses that are practicing deceptive advertisement, we would love to hear from you. But that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But be reminded, you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE. And when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Never spend your money before you have earned it. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.